right, welcome back, Wrench Nation. Hanging out with you guys from the East Valley Institute of the Technology family. Always enjoy you mechanical maniacs spending a little time with us. And uh, welcome to my co-host, Mrs. Susie Sockets. What is happening, girl? Hi, Frank. How you we doing, buddy? We are ready, ready to roll. we got a great topic for you guys. But first, got to bump up a little bit of the trumpet action right here. Every week, we really, really enjoy hanging with you guys, spending time with you guys. Uh, we've heard from you. And uh, WrenchNation.tv, thank you very much. A lot of you, I can tell. I look at the report, Susie, and people are hanging with us on WrenchNation.tv. And, of course, all of you, social media family, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. I got to hear this. Ring this one up here. Yeah. It's something about the smooth vibes of the Budos Band. You guys check out the Budos Band. They are partners at HIP as the show opener. Susie, <laughs> you look wunderbar, girl. What's shaking? Well, thanks, Frank. Is it because I don't have the perfect bun? I wore my hair down today. See, there's nothing wrong in life. <laughs> As a male and a female societies, we need to let the hair down. Sometimes you do. And a lot of you are stressed out. You've got your hair all twisted because uh, really on this show, we're talking about how are you getting twisted under hood with an engine swap? And a lot of you are doing this. You got your hoopty. I don't care if it's a little Mazda Miata or a Chevy pickup that you want to you wanna increase uh, some performance. Today's show, we are honored to have cover man 66 people get onto youtube right now cover man 66 the big daddy ls1 ls in general all the generations of the ls <laughs> engine you guys know what i'm talking about a lot of you've heard well he got an ls swap but was it done right what were the mistakes did you overspend did you not made up a power plant properly with air fuel management, with drivetrain, with the rear end, with suspension, and Terry Wilson. You've seen Terry Wilson. He was hanging out recently on Monster Garage. That's right on the Discovery Channel. Uh, Jesse James making that comeback to Monster Garage. We're going to talk to uh, Terry Wilson, but I want you guys, while we're wrapping this first segment, he's hanging out in the green room. I want you guys to check out Coverman 66. Give us a big Ranch Nation hugs and subscribe to that channel. You'll see what we're talking about. Susie, what's shaking in the garage? How are things cooking? Yeah, things are cooking. In fact, this morning I cooked some uh, French toast. I love it. You make a little <laughs> breakfast for all the little boys and girls. <laughs> you know, running a garage, man, it's, it, it really is. It's, it's like picking up the kids at school. I'm a bus, you feel like a bus driver? I'm glad you said that. You make sure all everybody's uh, sandwiches and I snacks. Try. But that's the culture. I think a culture of a good garage. Yeah, we fix things. And yeah, we're always learning. But we want to make sure our sandwiches are tasty, too. That's right. <laughs> yes, I love it. All right. Well, this is not too tasty, family. Nissan just recalled, if you're driving 2013 to 2015 Nissan Pathfinder for a problem with your brake lights staying on. Oh, no, and these are newer vehicles. Well, they are, but quite yeah. frankly, we've had them in the garage, not just Nissans. Here's the symptom, people. You get up in the morning, and your vehicle doesn't start, by the way, the push button. 
nor can you get it out of park. Remember, the brake light switch. That's a big daddy doing mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. That's like Grand Central Station for electricity distribution to all of the right places. And it's a small little gadget. It's a small, it's not a terribly expensive no. fix. So if you right now are, are, are going through this, where you may have a no-start. Now, providing your battery, there are other things that can cause a no-start, but on that primary voltage side of your system, that brake light switch is crucial. Mm-hmm. And we've had the phone calls. Hey, uh, I, I'm, at the, I'm at the gas station pumping up, and they can't <laughs> disengage. Right. Now, some of these vehicles will have a manual bypass, but you know some may not. So if you have a 13 to 15 Pathfinder, specifically what they're saying, Susie, uh, these are 267,000 or so Pathfinders in the U.S., uh, which is, I guess, an expansion of a previous recall going back to 13. Um, we need to make our yep. brake light switches a little better, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I mean, they're not expensive. It they're takes not. a few minutes, but yeah. Nissan will call it, cover that. The relay on the stop lamp switch. Remember, relay is just a little bridge. Take me voltage on this side of town, bring me over to voltage on that side of town. That's a relay. <laughs> uh, on that stop lamp switch, uh, which is located right on that brake pedal, according to Nissan, can degrade over time. My thing is uh, engineers need to make a better <laughs> brake light switch. That's or we true. must degrade your pay. How about that? Now, I'm the boss at Nissan. I'm in Japan. I'm going to have a sit down. Uh, You're telling me that they degrade? All right. Well, that's a degradation of your paycheck. (laughs) Imagine the inconvenience for a lot of folks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I want you to be aware of that. We'll try to get that up on our Wrench Nation Facebook. And, of course, reach out, man. Uh, You guys, Desert Car Care Chandler, if we can't help you, Chandler Dobson outside of Phoenix, we are connected, Susie, with many, many good folks across the country. Yes, sir. What is happening in the weirdness of the news? Well, you know what? Have you ever been stuck in a snowstorm? Not recently, but I'm watching Facebook pictures, and I feel for my people's back east. Are you seeing that? All the snow? Oh, and you know what? There's got to be some sort of hashtag... Um, you know, you see the front yeah. bumper challenge or the rear bumper challenge thing going on. I think there should be a hashtag snowplow challenge because <laughs> it seems like everybody I grew up with all of a sudden, what'd you people do? COVID kept you home. You bought toys. You bought yourself a snowplower. There you go. <laughs> so tell me, tell me about this. <laughs> so if you're actually driving in snow and you've got like the wide out and it's a horrible storm and you're on the highway, let's say. Um, like one of the passes, let's say in Oregon, would you would you pull over because you couldn't see anymore? I'm, Is that I would. something you would do, right? Because that's a safety thing. I'm I'm going to be safe. Now let's just say everybody pulls over, and you're literally stuck then in a snowstorm. We're going to be safe and have a party. That's right. Well, that's what I'm going to ask. Whoa! What would you do to pass the time? Well, I know most of you keep a chess game in your glove box. Right, right. <laughs> but no, I, I would make sure, what I would do, I think you guys will agree. I mean, we're going to try to leave leave the engine running, get make sure we're cozy. But then sure. what's normal, we want to make sure everybody else is okay. I mean, if you see, what, 30, 40 cars on the side of the road? Yeah, yeah. But we got to be safe, so it depends. Absolutely. Well, it's nothing like that. <laughs> Uh-oh. Some people passing bottles of vodka. Is it, where are we at, in Russia? Where are we going? <laughs> if you were stuck... On the pass in a snowstorm. All right. Would you ever think you would get vaccinated, the COVID vaccine, oh. while you're stuck on the road? 
Susie, I'm afraid to tell you, I think I heard about this oh. story. But go ahead. I don't want to ruin it. So the the county is actually saying it was the coolest operation they've ever been a part of. Literally. Yeah. Coolest. All right. So there was about 20 of its personnel last Tuesday on Highway 99 uh, on their way to a vaccination event. But and they, they got, got stuck. And this vaccine has got to be given. That's right. You can't it's waste it. It's like bad cereal. You, you don't want to waste it. You can't. No. All right. So what did they do? So we all signed up for some COVID they action. They kicked it in gear and started vaccinating. Man, I love yep. my first responders. Yep. They started walking car to car and offered people the chance to receive the vaccine. Now, I'm thinking if this was a Budweiser situation, a big old Budweiser truck, and they <laughs> they had to go and they knew they couldn't make it to the warehouse with all the 7-Elevens or whatnot, <laughs> would that Budweiser dude start handing out some beer on the side of the road? It would get employee of the month, I would think, or, well, you know, Budweiser a, delivery guy of the year. I'm saying, what about, let's switch gears, because we know, oh, Frank, you're, you, you can't drink and drive. <laughs> well, what about the vegetable guy? I like lemons. I Okay. In my water. All right. I like my watermelons without <laughs> seeds. What if a fruit vegetable guy was broken down? Would he do COVID style and start handing out stuff that's going to expire? Think about it. Should we have all you watermelon delivery guys <laughs> call in and tell us what you think? Well, I don't know. I'm just saying the, the spirit of people uh, right now, some would say we're all stuck in our bubbles. I don't believe that. I think we've, we've learned how to overcome a lot. Yep. And in fact, I've said this. I was speaking to some industry folks and I said, listen, if you're in the party planning industry, you've been hit over the head hardcore. Yep i.e. Vegas Expos, things like that. But what I'm saying is take a deep breath, get ready, because we are going to party like a bunch of maniacs. <laughs> I'm, I'm hopeful sooner than later. I'm hopeful sooner than later, but I'm not trying to be a pessimist, but I'm thinking 2021 is probably not going to be I'm thinking so. I'm thinking so. Hey, listen, a friendly reminder. 52% of the population family are women. We love you, ladies, but less than 3% of you women are professional technicians. Our charity partner, Tech Force Foundation, believes if we want to solve this little technician shortage, we need to start talking that 52% of these ladies out in the population. Head on over. If you feel like you can tinker with the best of them, head on over to techforce.org. Stay tuned, Ranch Nation. We're talking LS engine swaps. What to avoid to get it all wrong. Hang tight, Ranch Nation. Hey, everybody. Let's have some fun. You only live but once. And when you're dead, you're done. So let the good time roll. Of course you want your mileage back. And all the extra money you've spent feeding an engine gunked up with carbon. Your car needs its fuel system cleaned, and it needs it now. You need BG44K. It's the one dealerships use the most. In fact, they use BG44K almost 3 to 1 over any other fuel system cleaner made. To find a shop near you, go to BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. I got my mileage back. BG. Bolt-on Technologies Automotive Software Solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-on Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. 
Info at boltontechnology.com. Vision collision. God forbid you get into an accident or you get a little bumper, fender, bender, slide, or even if you've got that shopping cart that ends up scratching the side of your newer ride. My friends at Vision Collision, they're certified. They deal with insurance companies, but also what I really like is they were able to deal with my situation. I didn't want to exercise my insurance. And I paid out of pocket and they gave me a very fair price with quality work. So for any complete auto body paint and repair, you want that small business, the heart of business that treats you one-on-one. Vision Collision, 480-248-9049, visioncollision.com. When you're thinking about body shop or collision work, paint repair, dent repairs, collision, wheel restoration, Vision Collision is the way to go. Tell them Frank at Wrench Nation sent you. 480-248-9049. 480-248-9049. Vision Collision. Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores. Nationwide locations. You know, one of the problems that I can have working in my garage is parts aren't delivered on time. The quality isn't there. Well, guess what? Who's yelling at me? My clients. And they're likely not to come back. Well, the Parts Authority, Auto Parts Superstores, amazing service, knowledgeable counter folks, a complete line of original equipment, parts that our customers deserve. If you're an installer, get on to partsauthority.com. Check locations nationally near you. Partsauthority.com. Funding for Wrench Nation Car Talk brought to you by Anytime Auto Glass, a family-owned, full-service windshield replacement and repair company with a focus on hard work, integrity, and providing a no-hassle professional service for their windshield and vehicle tint clients. Anytime, autoglassaz.com or call 480-430-4597. Anytime, Autoglass. Right on, welcome back, Wrench Nation family. Get on to wrenchnation.tv. A big shout out to all of you uh, weekend warriors listening to the show on Saturday, KFNX uh, 1100, 90.7, and of course, 88.7, the Pulse. If you dive dipping out to the show, you guys know every Sunday we upload the podcast as well as the uh, the show in its entirety up on Wrench Nation. Now, that Chevy LS V8 engine has kind of become the de facto engine swap. Uh, for anyone that's seeking to add power to their existing platform. Some of you are familiar with it. We're going to cover some of the basics and then go into some of the concerns that you may have along the way. And in order to do that, we've got Terry, Coverman 66 Wilson, uh, who is an experienced authority on LS Swaps. Mr. Terry Wilson, what's happening? What is going on? We appreciate your time, man. Really do. I know you. No, well, I appreciate being here. Yeah, I, 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 you, you probably you probably organizing some LS LS uh, parts right now as we speak. I bet. <laughs> I'm looking at an engine. I am I really. Am. Yeah, you are. I know you are. And, and for you guys just tuning in, go to Coverman sixty six YouTube. Check that out. Of course, if you're if you're driving, please no none of that texting driving and getting onto the phone. Just chill out. Uh, we got to dive in first off because Terry, you you've been around for a while, um, and, and we always ask our guests, man, like how did you even think about all things automotive, let alone uh, develop this bond and passion for LS swaps? How did you get started, man? Well, it all started. Um, I always tell the story uh, with my uncle when you know, like school breaks in South Carolina, my parents used to ship me and my sister off. To- 
you know, because they wanted us to stay home as far as like, because uh, I'm from I'm from New York, but they want us to know our roots in South Carolina. So summer breaks when we were off from school, they would ship me and my sister off down south. And my uncle, bigger than life, loved that man because he had all the cars. You see these cars that are going on Barrett-Jackson for like $200,000, the original GTO judges? He had them because at that time... They, people were selling for like five, six hundred bucks. Uh-huh. Everybody needs an uncle like uh-huh. that, brother. No doubt. So you're you're getting acquainted. You're getting acquainted with relatives and family, and all of a sudden you you're looking at these rides, big dollar yeah. rides is what you're saying, yeah. Big dollar rides, but back then they were just old cars. People wanted out of their yard, and we're talking about like late seventies, early eighties. Wow. And uh, and so I would look forward to going down there because I knew that he would be there and he would show me about cars as far as like, now we didn't have like machinery back then. We had trees. So if <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, Hey, you made a cherry picker out of a tree somehow, some way. <laughs> exactly. You know, if, if a front end needed, if, if you know, like you, you know how they have the little shop puller things, like a puller tool, like puller tables. Oh yeah. No, we had a tree and a tag along. <laughs> That's it. Along. Oh gosh. You're talking tag along. Those, uh, you just wrap that around anything and just pull what wrap you need. Anything and just pull it. Exactly. And pull so, it. Yeah. Nothing fancy. Just, no, no, nothing fancy. So at the age of like nine, ten, eleven, here I am driving these cars on the dirt road of South Carolina. He taught me how to drift. So the car love started oh. with Hot Wheels, but it, but he, you know, he actually took it to the next step and showed me, okay, this is what a camshaft is. You know, like what's it called? It moves the rocker arms with you know like push rods and and then, and then what's it called? Uh, you know, lifters. And so he showed me all this stuff. And you know, like when you hear it, that's one thing, but to actually see it in action, it's really cool. So. I cut my teeth that way, but then when I got to high school, you know, wrenching with guys, you know, my friends, and 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 we were just always building cars. And I got heavy into tune ports. Um, guy Mark Campbell from Street and Performance, uh, rest in peace, or rest, you know, but he uh, passed. Not, uh, I guess maybe like four or five years ago, he took a liking to me because I sent him my tune port, and he took a liking to me. And he was doing LSs, and that was before the LS craze was big. It was actually tune ports. Right, and uh, I remember I that his name. You remember that? Absolutely. Well, I, and that I was actually, uh, as far as air fuel management system were concerned, you know, tune port, uh, mm-hmm. multi port, throttle body. I, you know, anything non carbureted is I'm a fan of. <laughs> yeah, I, it changed my world because he had in the back of a magazine, like Hot Rod magazine, you know, street performance. Maine, Arkansas, we'll set your tune port up, send us the tune port. So I gave him a call, and I had a tune port from off of an IROC or something like that, which I always wanted to use, and I had a brand-new ZZ4 engine. And I was like, you know what, let me put that tune port on that ZZ4. So I sent it to him. He made me a harness and everything like that, put it on, and I built the car. It started with no issues, and I was was like, that is it. I'm never, ever using a carburetor again. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, let's let's dive in. I mean, you, you, you bond in passion. Um, little hookup from the, your uncle, high school buddies, but you you kicked it up notches from there and and really dug deep. and And we want to share with our audience. Well, first off, why the LS? What makes what makes? I guess we can go back into the late nineties, maybe ninety seven, ninety eight. That Corvette, I believe. Ninety seven, ninety eight. Yep. Yeah. yeah Corvette, what was so special uh, for those listening now that may say, "Listen, I've got a four banger. I can I can slap a supercharger on and I'll be good to go. I don't need to dance with an LS." What made that LS series so special? Well, the LS it's a module and and it's 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 you can. They're, they're plentiful. You can go to a junkyard and you can find it. You don't have to get a 6.0 or 6.2. You can get yourself a 
5.3, 4.8, and the smaller ones, they love turbos. And you can get yourself like a, a cheap turbo, and you can put it in that thing, and you can be something a horsepower, man. Yeah. And it's just easy engine to make. It's easier to work than a regular big block, regular uh, 350. You know, it's just an easy engine to work. The parts are plentiful. It's a new technology. And not only can you make gobs and gobs of power with this thing, if you don't put your foot in it, you can get decent gas mileage. Yeah. I think one of the biggest things, too, which a lot of us will forget when we're doing these engine transplants, is weight distribution. I think I think the LS has, out of everything out there, one of the best... Mm-hmm. For performance, pound for pound, for pound um, the great, the, the best dynamic for weight. Yeah, and that's that also comes back where most of the LS engines are aluminum. You know, so you got like uh, automatically you're saving about what, like 150, 200 pounds right there. Right. Um, right. So I, I personally think, you know, I always like the LY6, and we'll, you know, we'll go into that a little later on. But but engine we get like the LS1. Yeah. Hey, Terry, Terry, we got to cut you short. I want you to call back in in two seconds. Your line is breaking up really good. Disconnect real quick. Call back in. Uh, We're going to cut to break, bring you back on. We got plenty of time, so don't worry, but we're losing your signal. We're losing your signal. So uh, call us back. Yeah. Terry's got some good stuff to talk about, but we need a good line. LS. LS. Okay. Susie, I know you're new. Uh, I'm always learning about the LS, uh, you know, that whole. Well, you know, series of engines. To be honest with you, just engine swaps in general—they just confuse me. Well, if you're going oranges for oranges, factory, not so bad. But there is some things to know, and we're going to bring Terry back on. You guys, hang tight. Ranch Nation. Over the years as a service operator in the automotive industry, owning my own shop, boy, that's a lot of responsibility. Well, if you're part of a network, a network that truly makes a difference by the way of the programs it has, like a nationwide warranty, roadside assistance reimbursement, and customer retention, targeted marketing, well, that's going to put you in a different league. You are now armed up and ready to go with a network of other shop owners throughout the country. And by the way, the technical training is stellar and top-notch. Get your technicians to actually train on their time 24-7 with an amazing slew of technical training programs. The Pronto Smart Choice Service Center program is something I invite you guys, if you're in the automotive industry, take a peek at it. Pronto-net.com. Pronto-net.com. Welcome back, Ranch Nation. Hanging out with you guys, talking about LS engine swaps. Chevy really, really knew what they were doing when they designed these LS engines. And a lot of you may be looking at a project like this. And to help us out, we've got Coverman 66, Terry Wilson, uh, somewhat of an authority, we would say, (laughs) on LS swaps. Terry, welcome back, partner. How you doing, buddy? I'm sorry about that. No, you're fine. It happens. It's all good. Now, we were talking about sort of the late 80s, and as as the LS engine certainly evolved with GM, getting right to it, before we talk about what you think are probably one or two or three favorite packages to put together, depending on one's need, Right. what, what do you think we are getting wrong, regardless of engine, that we choose by the way the rest of the vehicle do you find that sometimes we're so caught up with horsepower we forget about the differential we forget about the suspension what do we need to look out for before doing a swap like this first thing you got to say to yourself is and i tell anyone this when they ask me you know what's the first thing like you just did 
you got to say to yourself, what am I going to use this car for? Now, if you're going to use the car for like a street car, that tells me, okay, what type of engine you might want to go with as far as what kind of cam package, what kind of setup you want as far as the suspension. You know, but if you tell me you want to be doing this, I'm, I'm a weekend warrior where every weekend I'm going autocrossing, then that's a different, then that's a different story. Because now you got to set up the cam for quickness instead of like, you know, like top end. Right. And uh, so, and you got to set the suspension up, you know, then you might want to consider going to double adjustable coilover. So it depends on what you do the car with, which, which you, which, which your plans are for the car. Because I think a lot of people, when they say, I'm going to build this car, I'm going to build me a car. I want it to have the biggest, the baddest and the best stuff, but the biggest and baddest and best stuff will make your car sometimes ride like a truck. Yeah, exactly. And that's not fun. No, it's not. Uh, I, I want to tell you, I shared this with Ken Vela. Ken Vela is a show contributor. You know Ken Vela out of Huntington oh, Beach. Big guy. We big had, guy. listen, we had we had an HHR that had Chevy, Bel Air, Susie taillights. Oh, yeah, it was totally, it was like the Bel Air edition of the HHR, <laughs> which is built on that S10 platform. It came in and it had an LS uh, sitting. And I'm, yeah. and I'm thinking to myself, okay, we're getting ready to do this show about LS swaps. You've probably seen your fair share of some pretty wild range of vehicles with these uh, GM LS motors sitting in there. Mm-hmm. I.e., like I the think. Mazda Miata. Have you have you seen that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I have seen the Mazda Miata. Matter of fact, Kevin Tetz from uh, Kevin Tetz. You, you know, you know Kevin Tetz. Yeah, yeah. Um, from uh, uh, what's the name of his show? Hands on Cars with Kevin Tetz. He's actually I was supposed to be on that build, but COVID hit. Right. He's building a Mazda Miata, and it's not going to be just a regular Mazda Miata. It's no. going to be some some slick Mazda Miata because that's what he does. And uh, so, yeah, I've seen him go in Mazda Miatas, and they actually got kits for them now. Wow. The weirdest thing I ever seen him in was I was in Louisiana, and they had an LS in one of those touring boats. Those those uh, where you where you take. You know those what do they call those airboats, whatever they call? Oh yeah, yeah. Really? You down in the bayou? The you, you they're not yeah, just running yeah, exactly. a four banger. They got a they got yeah. a big old what LS seven sitting in that thing. They had, they, they, they had two LS LS three. Oh wow! And, and then because uh, he says, yeah, we just got rid of the four twenty sevens we had. Right. You know. Right. <laughs> so we right. Well, that, seen, that's a big option for a lot of, it yeah. was the 427s. I think the big, well, I and mean, that's what you said earlier. You said you don't no longer need all these big blocks, you no, know, no, you no, know, old school no, push rod style with, with, with some good old lifters and setting it up right by way of the air fuel management. Uh-huh. That's a robust engine. Right. It's, it's a very stout, robust engine. And I've seen them in, I've seen them in a, in a Cessna. Oh, an assessment. In a plane. All right. Well, that's proven. If you can fly with one, I think I think you can put it in anything. It's anything. It's just it's fascinating to me to see, you know, the gearhead community, a bunch of enthusiasts, pushing it up notches, kicking it up notches. You ever feel like you've got a project and you're just not satisfied? And I ask you this because many get halfway into a build, possibly, and whether it's because of the spouse yelling at them or they, they just are working full-time, they come back to it, they've had a long break, but they don't feel the same. Do you ever get into a funk, and how do you overcome that? Well, yeah, I got into a funk like that. Um, I, I don't know if you ever see the video. There's a video where actually on that white Chevelle, my white 71 Chevelle, I took it to a dyno, and a faulty U-joint kicked 
the drive shaft out at oh. 120 miles an hour. Oh, oh that's like a pogo stick situation. Yeah, yeah. So I, man, it was so much damage to the point where I got the car home at 8 o'clock at night, and I just put it in the garage, and I was just like, I'm leaving this car. I'm not even, I don't want to see this car for a couple of weeks. It's like, blue, it. it's like blues musicians that drive you to drink, man. That's <laughs> what happened. Not, you know, you, good blues comes from a lot of these situations and drinking and coming back to it. <laughs> exactly. So, I, man, I put it in the garage. I went upstairs. I ate dinner. I, I, I laid down and I started watching Adult Swim. Adult Swim is a cartoon. It's yeah, mindless. Not, <laughs> mindless TV. Well, we need that. That's, yeah, a, that's the humble side of the thing. All right, well, let's get into and, this uh, here. And so at <laughs> 2 o'clock in the morning, I'm in the garage fixing it. Oh, yeah, you come back. Away. Not me. I would have yeah. walked away for a week when I'm yeah. vacation or something. <laughs> but no, you can't give up on it. All right, now let's get into the variety of these LS engine flavors. Uh, you know, coming from the original LS1, there was the LSX, LSA, the 2, the 9. I think I'm missing a few. Where does it get really as a sweet spot for folks if they were to select? Let's just say, I know there's variables. You said it best, How you know, what you're going to use the vehicle for. But if I've got, I'm going to just say, I, I got an old school 68 Camaro and I want to I want to rock an LS. What would you be your recommendation for that? Assuming that I, I want a little daily driver action i want to go to the car shows with it what's your recommendation right. well see the beautiful thing about the ls they, they all look the same you know a 4.3 a four, uh 6.3 6.2 they all kind of look the same i mean like if you're a trained eye you can tell right but um because it's on the block actually <laughs> yeah it's but, stamped uh, you're stamped sure it's, yeah it's, it's a stamp but uh, so if you were to go and put like a 5.3 in there, which is a 5.3 and a 69 Camaro, 68, you said, 68 Camaro, that'll make that car move. And it's all about the cam. And uh, so if you, like I said, you put turbo on it, forget it. The car's going to be, it's going to be sick. The car won't be able to hook up. But um, <laughs> it wouldn't. It, it, it's serious. It's you you say my tire, my tire bill would be expensive. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it would definitely be a factor, man. You'd be like, that, that Terry, he didn't tell me about the tires. Yeah, <laughs> and he forgot to mention tires for sure. You no, know, you definitely be, you know, you know, definitely get an account with BF Goodrich or whatever tire company, Yokohama, because they, they're uh, you're going to be spoken them. Yeah. And, um, so, yeah, there was a lot of variants. I mean, like, some people, I mean, like, the LS2 is a popular one, but the LS2 is a pricey engine because it's all aluminum. And, you know, but the price is coming. They're coming down in the LS2 because the LS3 are now rarely available because that's the big money LS. Gotcha. Of course, the LS7, that's just like a, a big block LS, which that's, that's always going to be money. But, you know, they have their own little issues with the LS7. But... Right now, if I was to tell someone to to get an LS, I'm a 6.0 guy. I like the 6.0. I like the displacement, and I just like the 6.0. And you could pick those up. They're, those are the most plentiful ones, if you will, as far as because they came in different variations. You had the LY6. You had the, the LQ4. You had the LQ9. And, you know, these are all cast blocks. They cast blocks, and that's the reason why I also like them, because they cast and not aluminum. Not that there's anything wrong with aluminum. Right. There isn't. Right. But I do like a cast block with aluminum heads. Yeah. Uh, top side of engine. Let's talk valve train. Um, mm -hmm. In terms of some folks having to deal with uh, a delete kit that essentially uh, has a crankshaft that's swapped out and lifter changes, 
did the LS over years, uh, over time and years, have these issues? And 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 you would definitely speak on the the fact that the performance of that valve train, i.e., camshafts and how those setups setups are mm-hmm. are critical. Yes. Yes. Um, a lot of people what they like to do is when you get these LS engines, a lot of them came with the VVT and the 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 what's called active fuel management variable valve and, timing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, variable valve timing and active fuel management AFM and. Most people will delete that. Now, if you have an automatic, if you're dealing with automatic and you have variable valve time, I would leave that. I would just go and get a, a phaser, which is pretty much advanced. It, it, it Can't you have phaser, sure. Too much. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know a lot of people who are running those, and they love it because the VVT is a beautiful thing. Matter of fact, they got them in, in automatics and sticks now. I think the LS, they were only available in the automatics. But now with the LT engine, they have them. In, in automatics and, and manual transmissions, I believe. Right, right. All right, so we got our power plant sitting in there, and mm-hmm. we're not going to talk about sort of your choice of tone for exhaust because you can you can go bananas with exhaust systems. You go nice. Yeah, what is crazy. what is your your favorite setup for exhaust when we when we're talking about an LS drop? What do you like? I like Magnaflow. Okay, I'm a Magnaflow head. Um, I do like pipes. Pipes is my second choice, but Magnaflow is my first choice because the sound is just so mellow. I mean, it's just it's just a beautiful it's a beautiful tone, and you can listen to your radio inside the car. Right. You know? <laughs> it is it is in a drone, you know. Yeah. Like, um, so Magnaflow would probably and, and Pipes is a close second. Magnaflow would be a ten. Pipes is like a nine. I got to share a story. Way back in the day, mid nineties, our first garage in Phoenix. We did exhaust, and, you know, we, we carried the name brands. And so I set up on my F-150, Susie, this exhaust. It was, it was, it was middle of the road. Right. So Because to tear everything apart, you know, because the, the guy or gal is like, oh, I don't like it. It didn't sound right. You have to go back <laughs> in and change it. I said, well, come drive, right, Terry, come drive the truck. Do you want it more mm-hmm. aggressive or less aggressive? Because that would be like, right. let's say, a 5 out of 10. And my point is this. I had more people running around with no brakes. And all these other safety issues, but they wanted they, want their the di- they wanted that <laughs> dialed in exhaust, and I'm like, hey, time yeah. out, wait a minute, don't you want to work on the brakes right now? Because your pedal's <laughs> going to the floor, and and they, no, no, I want, I no. want, I want my exhaust dialed in, man. Oh brakes my. Up for <laughs> so I just find it ironic, you know. Of course, this is this is God. This is my younger years of, of me. I was mid twenties with our first garage. I mean, today we probably wouldn't even touch that. It's like you, you got to get the safety before we. Can. Oh yeah. But back in the day, when you're you're <laughs> like, okay, story. he said do it. I guess I'm doing it. You know. You're doing so it, you're doing it. Uh, the other thing before we get into break here, talk to us about. I, I know I've seen this with engine swaps that are not necessarily factory to factory swaps and performance swaps that all pan can be an issue uh when you're doing these swaps it's important to dial in clearance and perhaps cross members talk to us about uh, the kits that are available for those swaps uh, well they got you, you know holly makes a really good a really nice kit you get them from it um what people used to do back in the day what they would do is uh they would take the camaro fiber oil pan and cut it and then re-weld it, take like a half inch off, because you want it not to be below the K-member. I think, I, I think any LS swap without welding doesn't count. 
Would you agree? No. <laughs> <laughs> we need a little welding you. action. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta do something. You gotta, yeah. do, you gotta make it. Fit. And, that's, and that's how we did it back in the day. But like I said, now they got these companies where they have packages, where like BRM, they have a whole package kit where you got the the, the engine mount, the cross member mount, and the cross member and the headers, and they work. So that's one thing I would say is if you find one company. Don't go and get cross member from one company and motor mounts from another company. If you can try to get, I mean, even though that may work, if you can get all it in one package because it's, it's it's guaranteed to work, go that route. Well, not only that, I think you'll keep yourself from going crazy if you do have yep. a hotline phone call to make. You know, if some doesn't work out, a lot of these companies will help you by way of a hotline. And if you've got like uh, a hybrid of five different places. Well, there's your afternoon right there. You, I want yeah. you'll be dialing up five one eight hundred numbers. Exactly, <laughs> and each and, and and of course, it's none of the it's none of the problems of the company that you're calling. Oh, because it's their problem. No, 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 it's their problem. Oh so yeah, yeah. Eliminate that and try to just get everything from one company. Yeah. Head on over info at Coverman sixty six YouTube channel. I want you guys to check that out. We're gonna cut to break. We're gonna talk about. All right, I've got my motor swap in there, but I, my wife and family is gonna be driving with me. What do I do about the air conditioning? What do I do about the accessories that I may want if I'm cruising? So stay tuned, Ranch Nation. Frank here with Ranch Nation. We appreciate you guys tuning in every week to the Ranch Nation Car Talk Show. But did you guys know I'm not basket weaving? I don't do roofing. I actually own Desert Car Care of Chandler. Boy, and I've got a great team down there. If you've got car repair or maintenance needs, I invite you to stop by my garage over a cup of coffee. Maybe you've got that large estimate and you're not sure where to go. Give me a call, 480-726-6400, Desert Car Care of Chandler. Of course you want your mileage back and all the extra money you've spent feeding an engine gunked up with carbon. Your car needs its fuel system cleaned and it needs it now. You need BG44K. It's the one dealerships use the most. In fact, they use BG44K almost three to one over any other fuel system cleaner made. To find a shop near you, go to BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. I got my mileage back. BG. Support for Wrench Nation Car Talk, the smart choice for auto parts, Pronto National Association. Pronto is committed to the independent automotive aftermarket and demonstrates leadership within the automotive industry. Pronto Association is made up of nearly 100 member auto part distributors. Visit pronto-net.com. Automotive technical training, parts lineup, and representation of the automotive member community. Pronto-net.com. Welcome back, Wrench Nation. Get on to WrenchNation.tv. If you slide in and out of the show, check out the podcast that's uploaded every Sunday. We are talking the LS swaps and the, the variety of LS swaps, and we're honored to have Terry Coverman66, who actually has his garage shop, the garage shop, which is like a lot of you, man, a home shop, which is awesome. And he builds a ton of these uh, uh, cars out of his shop. And more importantly, he is sharing as much as he can with you. Now, there's a lot of YouTube-age about the LS, and you can find some of those channels. But, 
Terry does an awesome job, and I want you to go. Info at Coverman66. Check out YouTube. Terry, welcome back to the show, man. It is my pleasure. Like I said, I can't say it enough. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, right on. We we appreciate you. And there's something to be said. You know, we've had Eric the Car Guy. We've had Humble Mechanic. We've had a, a few of these, like, million sub plus. <laughs> right. YouTube, well, we Scotty had Kilmer. Scotty Kilmer. Yeah. And one oh. thing that, yeah, yeah, Scotty. He's a hoot. He's a hoot, but I, he's doing his thing. My point is this. It's all about just trying to share some of the knowledge, yep. you know, and, and I admire that you do that. And, and I admire that we live in a world now where digitally we can share that. So kudos to you. Yeah. And well, I appreciate it because like even some of my friends are like, oh, man, you got to do it for the money. I'm like, no, 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 yeah. no, no, you do, you do, do it for the for passion. You love. Yep. And yeah. you do it for the passion and you do it to want to actually help people build their dream instead of trying to buy their dream. And the money will come if it is meant to be. That's and, right. And that's not what this is about. That's not right. What, that's not what it's about, you know. That's right. Well, what I appreciate, in fact, one of your vi uh, videos, you guys check out Coverman66 on YouTube. One of your videos, um, well, you just explained, actually, we can use that as an example, which keeps it raw and real about the mistakes is that that you joint you had everything and bam here's this you joint that yeah. came apart and it's like mm -hmm. that stuff yeah. happened that's real world you yeah. know and we can we can appreciate it Susan, now, you i'm gonna a back up a little bit now you may mention that when you when you do a swap depending on what you're going to use it for but you said it was like uh it, it, it might drive like a truck the reason why i asked this <laughs> is because um i want to know what drive like a truck means because we have a I have a 58 Chevy Delray. The world famous Delray yep. Hills. And although I've never driven it because I went backwards with it. it it's with a paint. secret. It's a secret build. We're <laughs> going to have the reveal later on, hopefully this year but, or in five years. We don't know yet. But <laughs> the engine was swapped with a 56 truck engine. It was an inline 6 235 in there. Is it going to drive mm -hmm. like a truck? And if it is, what does that feel like? Well, well, let me let me back up. Let me back up. Okay, when I said that drive like a truck, I was referring to more or less suspension. Yeah, yeah all about the suspension. Yeah, when people yeah. go and buy the latest and greatest, like oh, you gotta get the Dell U rim. You gotta remove your rubber bushings and go with these these special solid but firm, you know, polyurethane, you know, urethane, <laughs> you know yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, bushings. That's going to take away from the ride. That's when you well, it'll stiffen it up. Yeah, it's going to stiffen it up, and it's going to make it. You're going to feel every bit of the road, and you know that's cool. If that, I tell anyone, if you build yourself an autocrossing car, that's strictly our track car. That's strictly going to be track. You're going to tow it there, maybe drive it every now and then. Then yeah, put all that hard stuff on there. But if you build the car to ride with your family, you know, and all this, you know. There's nothing wrong with rubber bushings as far as body bushings because even if you take a bushing, a rubber bushing off from a, a car that's like 50 years old right now, it's still intact. Sometimes they're still intact. So that rubber bushing saw winters. That rubber bushing saw rain, salt, sleet. It saw all of that. But now these cars, they're mostly in the garage. So that rubber bushing will probably outlast the car, and you're going to get a comfortable ride. Now, there's nothing wrong with poly. Poly is next, next in line. But when you start going to the more solid, like, plastic solid bushings, you're gonna, you're gonna, your ride's going to definitely, you know, 
when I say ride like a truck, I mean like a like a Mack truck, like one of those old Mack. You're gonna feel it. It's it's not gonna have. I mean, look, we've got look, we've got to talk about this. We got spoiled in the truck community because our trucks drive like what was the old Cadillac four door sedan. (laughs) And so, but when you modify, Terry's saying like you modify things. We have that conversation. Yeah. I want to throw out a name, Moog. Moog has their problem solver line. They have the polyurethane, and with our truck community, we're careful about that conversation because yes it is it is going to stiffen the ride a little bit it will last longer but if 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 you're that truck owner that's driving off-road you're driving to construction site and you're like well you know i have another car that's going to be my touring car if i'm going to san diego or if i'm going to the jersey shore Uh i got another car Uh for that touring feel so again it goes back to what do you need the vehicle to do for you and exactly uh, either way just get the fuzzy dice on that Delray. I'm going to get the fuzzy dice. That's it. That's what I say. <laughs> get the fuzzy dice on the Delray. Now, if you want the car to handle, because yep. like, there's a give and take. There's always going to be a give and take. Whenever you do something you know, like positive, you may feel a negative you know, repercussion from it. So you know, like, if you're going to go and, to me, I mean, if you're going to go and change certain things, like as I get older, eight year, eight year ago, Terry, I'm going to go autocross and every weekend with my Chevelle. That was, that was how it was when I was building the car. Every weekend you're going to see me at the track. I'm going to autocross my car to the drag strip. That was my, that was my uh, methodology back then. Since then, I may have took that car autocrossing three times. Oh. Now, it's set up for autocrossing, which is a rush. Or, you know, it's a comfortable, sure. it's not, I mean, it's a comfortable car, but it'll take a turn. But I'd rather have, at 90 miles an hour, take a turn. But I'd rather have a car that's more comfortable, takes a turn at 60 miles an hour. You know, this is today, Terry, talking, you know? You've got to think about the future, the future you and what you want the car for, you know? Right. And, and build it for that. Yeah, no, you, you said it best. And I, I think, uh, as I said, we, we've had a ton of guests on in the past, and whether they're builders or whether they're world-renowned collectors like Joe Bortz, oh, who's yeah. got the concept car collection. Wow. You know, yeah, yeah, this is, uh, that was actually an unbelievable show because yep. he took he took what was those sort of concept cars during the 50s and 60s where GM said, hey, uh, it was a, a, a yard out of Detroit, War Hoops, I think was the name of the yard. Mm-hmm. GM said, hey, can you make these cars disappear? And, and, and he said, yeah, these cars, we'll make them disappear. Well, some of them disappeared for good, but a lot of them had just trees going through them. And Joe Bortz came in, got those cars. My point is, he was able to restore that. But mm-hmm. the question he asked mm-hmm. him every time with every vehicle, what's the purpose and mission? What's the end game? Mm-hmm. What are we trying to do? Is this going to be a museum piece? Uh, you know, John Diagostino. He, right. John Diagostino would take... $150,000 car. John Diagostino's the guy that has vehicles all over the world. In fact, out in uh, La La Land in Hollywood, if you go to that store, right. that beautifully restored Elvis Presley Cadillac oh, is Cadillac, sitting there. Yeah. But my point is, now he's high end. He'll take a 150 k ride that he bought and then rebuild it and turn it into a half a million ride. I mean, <laughs> I mean, th- you got to ask yourself, what, what are do you, you doing? What's the end game? Yep. And, you know, really, guys, you guys tuning in, you know, the LSs are, are available. They're plentiful. But really, we're speaking to the point of whatever weekend build you have, research, research, research. Uh, speaking of research, I want folks to know, Terry, if they want to get a hold of you, how do they get a hold of you right now? Ah, uh, Coverman66. That's on YouTube. Uh, Terry LSX on Instagram. 
Uh, I just opened up another because I've reached my limit on Facebook, but it's also Terry LSX. But I just created another uh, Coverman 66 page on uh, on um, Facebook because, like I said, I reached my seal on the 5,000 uh, followers, friends. So, so now I had to make a I had to make a public page. Facebook where, with their say, a public figure page. Authority, yeah. their authority. You can't have more than yeah. five thousand. You need to come over here. It's so confusing. It is. I had to, you know, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I have a Twitter account, but I very rarely use that. I usually mostly Instagram. Yeah. You know? I think I'm the only one out there using Twitter. <laughs> you know, frankly. <laughs> All right. Listen, we can't forget to talk about folks know where to get a hold of you if you have the, they have some questions. Um, I did break off real quick. We talked about the comfort, the creature comfort items my wife and my yeah. children want to get behind this big daddy power plant what's your recommendation for ac kits if we were to do an ls swap um it's funny because i just picked it up because i'm doing a 67 chevelle now i went on <laughs> i went on uh craigslist and i found a guy who did a vintage air swap ah, but he okay. took out all his original gm ac and i bought that see i like the gm because because i'm i like heat and the GM, everyone knows GM has really good heat, <laughs> you know. So I, I'm going to put that back to an original AC car. And uh, but on my '69 Camaro, I got vintage air. On my Chevelle, uh, on my other Chevelle, because I got a couple of them, vintage air. Right, right. So there's a ton vintage of these sort of great. hybrid hybrid kits that you get. You, you mentioned heat had us my eyeball because we're in the desert, man. 110 That's degrees right. a day. Most people with a <laughs> transplant, power plant, transplant, engine surgery must have the AC, or else they're getting mm-hmm. kicked out of their house. Somebody's gonna be upset. I'll tell you that <laughs> right now. You get the yeah, get the vintage air set up. You know, like I said, it works great. Nice. And uh, I got a '69 uh, Chevelle. I'm sorry, '69 Le Mans that I just picked up, which I'm getting ready to convert to a GTO. That's wow. gonna have vintage air as well. Is nice. vintage air a company? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. or is it a kit? It is. It's a company that makes a kit. Okay. Vintage air. Yeah. So that's where I would go for the. If 58. you're looking for the the '58. Yep. Vintage Air would be, yes. yeah, would okay. be your. They're the main main source for that. Very all, good. I'll all call you things Terry. heating and ventilation. Call Terry. Right, we can't let Terry go. <laughs> we just got a couple of minutes. Terry, you had a you got a phone call. Here you are doing YouTube. You're living. You're vibing. You're in the garage. You're building. Uh, yes. Doing all these great things. You got a phone Thank call you. from Discovery to do <laughs> the Jesse James. Monster Garage series, oh, which is wow, made, yeah, made a comeback. In fact, uh, I got, share that story, man. How was that? How did that phone call go down? And what what was in your stomach? Did you think it was a joke? <laughs> well, I got I got one of my friends was on the show, and uh, he he showed a guy the one of the producers my videos, and he the producer was like, "How can I get in touch with this guy?" and and they called me up, and again, I thought it was like a joke. <laughs> and and after, you know, like I did my backflip, you know, like when I realized it was legit, you know, they gave me the information, and, and they sent me over all the, all the paperwork. And, and a couple months later, because we were supposed to film in last, not, no, sorry, last April. We didn't get to film until last January, so it was like two months we had to wait because of the whole COVID thing. Right, and uh, so I was on, you know, like, like oh, they're going to change their mind, or oh, whatever, such and such. But they didn't. They flew me out and out there for a week over in uh, Texas, and it was great. Everyone was great. We had a good time, and uh, that's that's what it was all about is having the experience. And you can't help but to but to grow by being. Because they pick like the best of the best people, you know, like as far as the best welders. Well, man, you're the best, the best of the best. 
Come on now. Excuse me? You the best of the best. Come on now. We voted. We voted yeah, right we here. Voted Wrench Nation. The best of the best. Hashtag Wrench oh, Nation. Right. Woohoo. Right right <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate Co- it. Cover Man 66, this. man. We're fans of Cover Man 66. <laughs> it was beautiful to be arm's length and, and take advice from Jesse because he gave you advice on how to weld and how to do things. So it was just a beautiful experience that I will always treasure. Yeah, that, really and that's the way it should be, you know. And I think uh, it's really cool for somebody uh, like Jesse James, who uh, God, he's been at it for many years, to be able to not only do the show with him, but to hang and get some of that uh, that education in the background for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right, listen. Before we roll out of here, any future projects you got cooking uh, that you're ready to roll out? You you talked about you said the Pontiac Le Mans that you're uh, that you just picked Pilot. up. Pontiac Le Mans, it's at, the, it's at the point where I'm picking up parts, but the 67 Chevelle, that's getting ready to go into rotisserie hopefully this weekend, and we're going to start banging that one out. We got all the parts that we need. It's just a matter of just going ahead and doing it. And then uh, there's going to be a 56 Bel Air uh, project, which is going to be kind of fun because I like the 56, my friend likes the 57, and my other friend, the we call ourselves the, the Valley Boys, he likes the 55. There you so, go. All right. Nice. We're going gonna to all build them at the same time, and oh. then we're going to post it on YouTube and everything like that. That which, is nice. Which cool. car do you like? This is what we're going with this one. So we got we got a couple of competitions going on. <laughs> nice. That's the way. You know what, Terry? It's a pleasure to have you on. You guys get over to Coverman66 uh, YouTube. Yeah. Check out the channel. Hit that subscribe. And if you can, the notification. Great information. Terry, you're a rock star. We hope to meet you soon, man. Yep. Uh, theme is coming. Yeah, we definitely got to funk it up, man. We definitely got to hang out. <laughs> that's it. Right on. Yeah, I mean that's, cool. that's I mean he's a humble cat. He I is. mean Susie, if if you're at home working on the 58 Del Rey and you get a phone call and they said we want you uh, on this TV show, that'd make you your butterfly. Oh a bit. my god! And then COVID comes and you're you're like on the sidelines. You're like, oh, is this gonna still happen? Exactly. So, but you'd be the first one I'd call. You'd be like, uh, guess what? Well, guess what? We're gonna be on TV. <laughs> Until then, it's the Big Daddy. Ranch Nation show that we're proud to share with you guys. Uh, but please get onto uh, YouTube, check out Coverman sixty six, and I, I got to tell you that we have a great show next week. Uh, we are going to have the folks from McGuire's on. Yeah, McGuire's. How many of you getting your car wax wrong? Think about it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not perfect at it, but it doesn't always process. work out. So McGuire's going to come on. We're going to dive into all the uh, cleaning of your ride, waxing of your ride, and then most of you have had this the scratch in this supermarket parking lot. How do you deal with that? So next week's show, McGuire's folks are coming on. As I tell you, people every week, man, be safe and hug a mechanic.